Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. All right, on this episode of Idleman Unplugged, we are going to talk about something pretty important with Protestantism and Catholicism. And Candace Owens said something that a friend of mine, Ruslan, picked up. And I wanted to play a clip of that from his uh, video that he put together. Uh, just a, what she said just kind of blew my mind, uh, for lack of a better word. And I think this is important, even though it's maybe I think a couple weeks ago now, this happened, uh, maybe a month ago, but I think it's going to be relevant from here on out because it really shows, um, the lack of understanding people have in, on this issue. So, um, let, let's hear what she has to say first, and then I'll kind of comment on Go ahead. Husband was raised Catholic. I was raised Protestant. And of course, we have a lot of discussions surrounding faith. I am attending Catholic church services more and more, obviously, because I bring my children uh, for celebrations at the cathedral and where my husband attends church. And the discussions have gotten interesting because my husband planted a seed in my head that won't go away. And I would not yet describe me as being in a place where that seed has fully bloomed. But it is a question that I am struggling with as somebody with Protestant beliefs. And what he essentially said to me, he was also uh, formerly Protestant and now he's a Catholic, was do I believe that in the 1500 years following Jesus Christ, leading up to Martin Luther stapling his theses, that nobody went to heaven? The argument from her husband that was so earth shattering to her is that, hey, as a Protestant, do you really believe that the first 1500 years of the church, no one was saved? Why? Because the Reformation didn't happen until 1500 years. Yep. Painful, painful, painful. So. I, I don't know where you're at in your understanding of what she said, or, or, um, maybe you're not even a believer. Maybe you're a Roman Catholic. Uh, so anyway, uh, what I want to do is just unpack this a little bit. What she's saying is 1500 years. She means 1500 years. Jesus, you know, from when Jesus came around, you know, 30 AD or so all the way up to the Reformation, which was about 1517. Martin Luther went to the church doors in Wittenberg, Germany. He hung the 95 thesis on the doors and he said, these are the 95 complaints I have with the Roman Catholic Church. So Protestantism uh, comes from the word protest. And it was a protest against all the corrupt teachings that was, were brought in by the Roman Catholic Church and the papacy. And a lot of, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of popes were not Christians. A lot of priests were not Christians. Uh, all of us were part of the Catholic Church, the first one, two, three hundred, four hundred years of church history. And then Rome bought some of the power. All these, you know, these weird teachings come in about Mary as co-redeemer. Um, for perpetual virginity of, of Mary, the um, immaculate conception of Mary. She was immaculate conceived and a lot of a purgatory, very, very dangerous and damning doctrine that says Jesus didn't pay full price. He paid some of the price and you have to go be purged of your sins still as a Christian in purgatory. 
it's that's to me is completely blasphemous. And I used to be a former altar boy, went to a Catholic high school, so I know a little bit what I'm talking about. I remember the rosaries, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord's with thee, blessed are thou among women, blessed the fruit of the womb, Jesus. You know, 13 times and go do this, go do this, go do this, all ritualistic, no power, no power of the spirit there. And it sounds like Candace, I don't know where she's at in her walk, um, but she definitely, you know, I love her, you know, her program. I think she's one of the boldest women that I know. And so nothing against her. It's against the thought process um, on what she is thinking. So she said, her husband said, from Jesus to the Reformation, uh, nobody became a Christian. Nobody was a Christian, you know, during the Roman Catholic Church ages and until the Protestant Reformation of Calvin in Geneva, Eurek Zwingli in Switzerland, John Knox in Scotland, Martin Luther in Germany. Nobody's a Christian since then. I mean, come on, guys. Now, nobody's saying that. Of course, there were Christians, millions of Christians, even in the dark ages, millions of Christians. You can read about the Morovians. You can read about uh, uh, the, the certain monks in the 1200s or uh, St. Francis of Assisi. And so there were Christians in the first century and becoming Christians in the second century, third century, fourth, fourth century, fifth century, sixth century, seventh century, eighth century, ninth century, a, a thousand, eleven hundred, twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. There, there are people becoming Christians. Even maybe under the Roman Catholic teaching, if Christ decided to save them. And like in Luther's case, he was reading Romans and Romans came alive. He repented, he believed, and he became a Christian. He was a, a monk and a priest and was not a Christian. And so that is a terrible argument. Actually, um, all the Reformation did, and actually a lot of those people didn't fully reform. Uh, Lutheranism, if you look at consubstantiation, transubstantiation, communion, you know, what they believed, uh, infant baptism in Lutheranism, Lutherans. Um, and there's a lot of things still that there's no perfect church. Uh, and the, the reason we have different denominations is people believe different things on the gifts of the spirit, church governments. And so in a healthy, living, vibrant church, you will have different uh, takes on different things as long as it's on the non-essential. So yes, millions of people were becoming Christians uh, for that 1500 years. But in 1517, Martin Luther flamed the fires of the Reformation. People start saying, yeah, that, what is this? And and now they can read the Bible in their own tongue. Remember, that's why uh, Whitecliffe, uh, Tyndale, John Huss, two of them were, were, were martyred, um, uh, uh, burned at the stake and different things because they dared to put the Bible in the modern tongue of the people. Who persecuted these people? The Roman Catholic Church. This, this is just facts. Who persecuted the Anabaptists? Uh, often, you know, Roman Catholic Church. Uh, who was going to kill Martin Luther? You know, and so because the, this power is being challenged. And so um, I, I just hope that people realize that, that that argument she's making that, yeah, I'm thinking of becoming a Catholic because, and that's why she said her husband used to be a Protestant. And I've known people um, that used to be a Protestant and they become become a Catholic. Usually, I mean, at least the ones I know, number one, they didn't have a strong, vibrant, living relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm not saying they weren't a Christian. I'm just saying they were on fire for God. The word wasn't coming alive and worship and praying and fasting. And they were, they were, they were what we would call spirit filled. So they had an empty void. They were maybe just going through legalism or ritual, rituals, maybe a dead church. And then they find something in Roman Catholicism with the structure, you know, the mass, 
and um, maybe the music and the communion and they felt this is really structured this is what I need so that's often why they switch uh, but you often I would say for everyone that switches you've got 10 coming out of Roman Catholicism and it's not you know why, why when you ask a Roman Catholic you know are you Christian yeah I'm Catholic well you shouldn't have you shouldn't have to say that's like asking me hey Shane are you a Christian uh, yeah I'm a Baptist what well, you should say yes I am so a Catholic is, it's, it's not Protestant, um, Reformed, you know, Pentecostal, Foursquare, whatever, Vineyard, Calvary Chapel. It's, it's, are you a Christian? And so a lot of times Catholics identify I'm Catholic because according to the Catholic Church, if you research it, there's no salvation outside of the Catholic Church. That's anti-biblical. That is not good. So I hope that helps answer her question. Uh, there was tons of, of millions of salvations. I'm sure uh, Martin Luther and the other reformers were just bringing to light the destructive teachings in the Bible. And what I don't understand is I don't know why most people don't see, go read the 95 Thesis, you can read them. And indulgence, what, what's that about? Here, pay money to the Roman Catholic Church and you can pull a relative out of purgatory if you pay us enough money. Guys, come on, come on, come on, come on. And so that's what Protestantism is. It's uh, it, it, it protested the Roman Catholic Church. And when people say, well, Shane, you know, your, your, your religion's only been around 500 years. You know, I'm Catholic. It's been around since the beginning of time, you know, beginning of not time, but Jesus's day. I'd say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not a Protestant. Um, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Now, I gravitate towards Protestantism over Catholicism for the very reasons I just mentioned, but I'm a Christian based on 30 AD, Jesus, when the Christians were first called, they were first called Christians in Antioch, I believe, Christ followers, we hold to the New Testament teaching as given by Paul and the New Testament writers, the canonization of scripture. We don't take the Apocrypha either, either um, like the, the Roman Catholics do. And so I would actually say, no, I go back to when Jesus was. It's you who departed from the faith when you started bringing all these dangerous, heretical teachings. Again, I love people. I'm just speaking the truth and love. I'm not trying to cause you just go research. You know, research is the perpetual virginity of Mary biblical. Was she always a virgin? No. Is the immaculate, immaculate conception biblical? Was she immaculately conceived like Jesus by the Holy Spirit? No. And the reason they want to do that is they want to make her sinless and so we can worship her. And uh, she wasn't sinless. Jesus had to die for his mom as well. Crystal clear. Scripture is crystal clear. Do we have to go through a priest and confess and the priest takes my prayers to God? No. That's not biblical. Purgatory. Not biblical. Jesus says to Telestai on the cross. It is paid in full. It is finished. No purgatory straight to heaven. So that teaching is wrong and heretical and dangerous. And we can get into uh, the papacy's authority even above scripture. Not good. Mary as co-redeemer. They call it co-matrix. Uh, praying to Mary. Is that biblical? No, it's not good. Praying to the saints. No, it's not good. So all I'm saying is open your Bible and make sure you're on the right path, not on the heretical path. So I hope this... Um, this makes a lot of sense to people and uh, and answer some of the questions about Roman Catholicism. Do I love Catholics? Absolutely. I have a lot of Catholic friends. A lot of them love the Lord. 
A lot of them know the Lord and they would not believe a lot of the teachings I just said. They say, I don't believe that, but they still stay part of the church. Maybe like Martin Luther, you don't want to make that difference inside. They're, they're grounded to it. Uh, I personally couldn't stay inside of a system or an institute uh, that would teach those things, but you know, that's where they're at. So anyway, hope that helps. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these eBooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.